How do you know if he is really sorry for the affair? How do you know that it's just not a feeling of guilt that he's dealing with, that it's not true remorse? Are there signs that you can actually look for, signs that can help you distinguish, is he just dealing with guilt because he's been found out, or he truly is remorseful and repentant for what he's done? Beautiful. I want to help you with that today. I'm going to share nine signs that you can look for that point to a true repentant heart when you are dealing with betrayal. Hey beautiful, welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault. And this pain, it'll never go away. Until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Welcome back to the show, beautiful. You know, finding out that you've been cheated on, it's actually like being sucker punched. It's like someone took the biggest baseball bat and sucker punched you upside the head or the biggest boxing glove and took that cheap shot when you didn't see it coming. It erases all of the trust that you thought you had in your partner, that you built together. And sometimes the damage can't be repaired, but If the relationship is strong enough and both of you are actually willing to dig in, do the hard work towards rebuilding the trust that was lost, well, beautiful, it's actually possible to forgive and to move forward. But here's the key. It means that your significant other truly feels remorse rather than guilt. In other words, they truly are sorry. They really are repentant. It's not a guilt because they've been found out. They truly feel remorse for what they've done. And for a relationship to survive an affair, there must be a show of genuine remorse. True repentance must take place on the part of the betrayer. So how do you know if he's really remorseful after he has betrayed you at such a deep level? What does it look like? And how do you know if it's genuine? 
Well, this is the crux of the problem when it comes to forgiving an affair and rebuilding the relationship. The lies that were told during that time period the affair was going on can cause you to question your ability to judge what is real and what isn't. And that time frame of mind, well, it isn't conducive to accepting displays of remorse either. So here you are struggling with, can I even trust my own judgment by watching the things that he's doing? How do I know if he's really remorseful? Is it genuine? Is it not? Is it guilt? Is it true repentance? What is it, Lisa? Help me to figure this out. Beautiful, I got you covered today. I wanna share with you nine signs that you can look for to really know if your spouse is on the road to true remorse, repentance, to making amends, to seek restitution, and to uh, seek reconciliation, true reconciliation with you, to build a brand new relationship. There are signs that actually point to this. The Bible tells us that there is fruit in keeping with repentance. So what are these things that we can look for so that we know whether or not this is the real deal? Well, beautiful, grab your pen and paper because I'm going to break it down for you. And these will help you to see whether or not your spouse is really on the road to true reconciliation. All right, number one is this. He takes full responsibility for his actions. Listen, there's no blame shifting any longer. He's not trying to blame you. He's not trying to blame circumstances. He's not trying to blame even the other woman. At this point, he is literally saying, I did this. I'm the one who did this. He takes full, complete responsibility for the actions. As poor as they were, he takes responsibility. Number two is this. His statements are more about what he has done to you. In other words, what he's put you through, the pain that he's caused you, instead of I statements. I can't believe that I fell so far and did these things. I can't believe that I've become this bad of a person. All of the I statements that they have a tendency to spew out of their mouth when they are not remorseful, when they are really not repentant. It's all about them at that point. But when his statements are more of, I did this to you. I caused you this pain. I've put you through this. I'm the one who has caused you to be triggered and to be emotionally distraught in this way. This is a telltale sign that he is truly remorseful. Number three, beautiful, is this. He recognizes his sinfulness toward God as well as the pain it has caused you. In other words, when he is sitting there saying, you know, I can't believe I did this. Well, that's guilt. He's been caught. He's been found out. And he has no repentant heart whatsoever at that point. But when he recognizes the sinfulness toward God, first and foremost, He is really remorseful and has said, I have sinned against God. David in the Bible, when he was found out about Bathsheba, he said, I'm the man who has done this after he was confronted. And and Samuel looked at him and said, you're the man. David also said, yes, I'm the man. 
And he repented. He acknowledged that he was the one that had sinned against God and he had sinned against his family. And so your spouse will do the same. He will recognize his sin toward God and he will be repentant, remorseful. He will agonize over that sin and he will acknowledge this is what I've done to you and he will agonize over it. Which leads me into the fourth sign of true repentance and true remorse, that he's truly sorry. He actually shows empathy toward you. In other words, he begins to put himself in your shoes. When you get triggered and you are off the wall, so to speak, because of all of your emotions, you are thrown back into a memory, you're thrown back into D-Day, you're dealing with it on just an, an overwhelm level, and he sees this, he looks at you and he says, that must feel awful. I am so sorry that I have put you through this. I am so sorry that you are having to go through these emotions they are horrific, and I'm the one who's done this to you. So he's placing himself in your shoes and recognizes what he has done. Number five is he begins to see his actions for what they really are. He notices now that he has emotionally abused you. His verbal tone has been harsh with you. He has said ugly harmful words to you. He has caused your emotional capability to be dysregulated. He has placed himself into a place of entitlement. Uh, he recognizes that he was pulling away from you and the family, that he was placing his affections elsewhere instead of toward you. He sees it and he confesses the deceit that he was living in and the lies that he was telling you. He actually owns up to all of it. Number six, he is willing to accept the consequences of his sin. And that's a big one because a lot of times um, when they find out there are consequences, that's when a lot of pushback can happen. And that's the point where you can really see is this true repentance or is this just, I've been found out, this is guilt? Well, let me give you a for instance. You've put up a healthy boundary and you've said that you need to have a timeout because you can't sleep at night with him sleeping in the same bed with you and you need for him to sleep in the other room for the next few months. While you are working on your betrayal trauma recovery, you are working with a coach to work through your triggers, to work through a safety plan, to build your healthy boundaries and so you say, I need you to sleep in the next bedroom. That's a consequence of his sin. Instead of him kicking back saying, I can't believe you're doing this. This is ridiculous. Um, you are causing us not to be able to move forward and to restore our marriage. Again, that's a blame shifting and a manipulation and a gaslighting technique, right? Instead of doing all of that, he says, you know what? You're right. I understand the way you feel. And I understand that you need some space right now. And if that makes you feel safe, then by all means, that's what I want to do. Because I want us, I want us to heal, and I will do what you've asked. He accepts the consequence, and he does it willingly. 
He doesn't come back to you and try to manipulate you by saying, if you do this, I will do this. No, no. He willingly, he willingly and with respect accepts the boundaries and accepts the consequences. Number seven, he is not only willing, but is actually putting in the hard work of recovery. In other words, he's doing his own personal recovery work because he recognizes that he needs to dig deep He needs to find out why he crossed his moral boundaries and had the affair. He needs to find out what he's dealing with within his own personal journey. So he needs to work with a therapist or a coach. And he's also willing to do that for the marriage. So he's willing to do the hard work for himself. He's encouraging you in your recovery journey. And he's encouraging for the marriage. In other words, let's also move forward and get the help we need to rebuild our marriage as well. Now, that doesn't mean that you start out with that at day one. You both need your own individual recovery work. And then as you start to heal, you can definitely move into either marriage counseling or marriage coaching, couples coaching, so that you can move forward into that healing. But definitely the betrayal piece needs to be addressed so that you can heal from that wound and then start to rebuild, build a brand new relationship actually, so that you can have a better one than you ever dreamed or imagined. And he's willing to do all of that hard work. Number eight is he is willing to be accountable. Beautiful. I love this one because a lot of times um, men and women on both sides, when they've gone through betrayal, they're like, look, you know, I'm doing the work. I don't need to tell anybody else about this. We can keep it under the wraps, you know. But if they're really repentant, they're remorseful, and they're really willing to do whatever it takes, then they're going to be accountable. They're going to be accountable to you. They're going to be accountable to an accountability partner, someone that can come alongside of them and help them journey through their recovery work. They are going to be, maybe it's accountability to another couple who journeys with you in this process. Also accountable to a therapist and or coach who deals with infidelity, but he's willing to be accountable. Some of that accountability requires check-ins, check-ins with you. That can look like, okay, we are going to call each other in the middle of the day, just do a check-in, see how we're doing. Uh, We're going to text each other during the day and do a check-in. He's accountable by making sure that you have all the logins to his social media accounts. Or if you've asked him to be off of social media, he has gotten rid of all of the social media accounts. There's nothing hidden anymore, right? You have passwords to emails and the internet and everything that possibly you need, even his phone, that you can pick up his phone at any time and you can look at it. He's accountable. All right, beautiful. The ninth and last one that I want to share with you today is this, that there is actually fruit in keeping with repentance. In other words, you see actual change that is lasting over time. The truth is this, Behavior modification can last for a short period of time. Anyone can change something temporarily in their behavior, but when it's only behavior modification, it generally doesn't last for a long period. However, 
true heart transformation, when a heart has been changed by God, when they have sought repentance for their sin, when they have sought forgiveness and reconciliation with you as well, you are going to see a change that grows over time and lasts over time. This is what the Bible talks about, where you shall know them by their fruit, and the fruit is keeping with the repentance that they have in their heart. They've repented over the affair. They don't go back to that kind of behavior. They are now living in integrity, rebuilding their character, seeking to live in purity of heart. They are also seeking to live a life of honesty and full transparency. There are no more secrets in the marriage. Secrets are like a cancer to the marriage. If it is left uncovered, it will surely lead to death. We need to uncover the secrets. And when they are repentant, they are willing to lay the secrets out on the table before you to really confess them all so that they can have a clear conscience and you know what you're healing from. Now the relationship can also heal. Beautiful. What I would love to finish with today is this. What destroys the marriage most is not the infidelity. Most of us think it is. Most of us think that the infidelity in and of itself is what's going to destroy the marriage. But statistics tell us otherwise. More people stay in the marriage after infidelity than those who actually call it quits. I know that's shocking, but it's absolute truth. So it's not the infidelity in and of itself that destroys the marriage. It's actually the refusal on the part of the betrayer to take full responsibility for their actions. It's the refusal to acknowledge their sin, their sin before God and the sin that was committed toward you. It's not taking full responsibility and to truly repent of all the wrong that has been done, to seek to make amends, to seek restitution. When they refuse all of that or any of it, it makes it virtually impossible to repair the relationship. But when you are seeing your spouse actually having these signs in his life or her life, because it can be male or female that's betrayed, when you see these signs actually budding in their life, kind of like a bloom, and you see them growing into full fruit, rest assured that God is doing a work in their heart and that the possibility for full restitution and a building of a brand new relationship is not only possible, but it can be something that is truly remarkable. So beautiful, I hope that helped you today. I hope now you have something, hope that you can hold on to, that you can refer back to, to say, okay, am I really seeing these things right now? And if so, I pray that it lights your heart up with joy and it gives you the ability to start to rebuild trust and to start to forgive and love once again. Thank you so much for being in another episode with me today. And I can't wait to share another one with you real soon. God bless. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. 
Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.